found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's the fourth day of January, Tuesday. And uh, the mail keeps coming in at tidbits574 at gmail.com. We're getting tons of fan mail because <laughs> we've plugged that address so often. Yeah. Good morning, Matt. I forgot we had that. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we thought we needed one, and then uh, when we got it, we never... Uh, we never used it. Never really plugged it. Yeah. And I never check it. and Right. So I don't pay any attention to that Is there address. anything in it? I don't know. I, I haven't looked. Okay. I would doubt it. <laughs> but there could be something... It's probably know. been... It's probably been hacked and <laughs> passwords been changed. Because <laughs> we, you know, uh, we don't get, we don't plug it. You no, know. no. You know, we had the promo for a while that said to call us and all that stuff. We don't take calls. <laughs> we take your texts. Yeah. That's how we communicate. But. The hip modern method of communication. That's right. Now, this is the fourth day of January. I know that everybody's got their own date of when they should take down their Christmas decorations. Yes. Nearly half of Americans judge their neighbors for waiting too long to take down their festive winter decorations. They judge them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging you. A recent survey found three quarters believe others should pack away all their decorations Before the end of January. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. However, 54% also don't want to be the first ones in their block to pack up their festive display. I I would think you get a decent day, you better do it. That's that's pretty much the, the case. I mean... The survey also found that people spend on average of $213 annually on new holiday decor... Maybe three bucks on my end there. <laughs> Most uh, deck out their doors and windows. Right. But the bulk of their budget goes toward Christmas trees rather than electric lights and ornaments. Hmm. You guys have a a fake tree, right? Yes, we do. Is it still up? It's, yeah, it is. Okay. I think I think today's the day All right. it comes down. Because I... Looked yesterday, there were varying comments. Some people said the day after Christmas, which I don't think that's good. <laughs> that's that's how some people you know. are, man. Others say you've got till like the 5th of January. Yeah. Some say the uh, first day after the new year. I don't know. Are we 12 days past Christmas now? Is it? Is that what, is that what it is? is it? I don't know. Matt's adding. Using his fingers, he's getting there. Or 10 days. Okay, 10 days. So no. So it's supposed to be 12 days after you... Wouldn't that make sense? I don't know. That's not what the song's about. (laughs) On the 12th day after Christmas, you take your stuff down. (laughs) (laughs) But it's over after that, right? (laughs) Pack it up. (laughs) I just, uh, I don't know what the rules are, and everybody's got their own, but... right. Some people leave them out all the time, and I guess that's okay, too, if you want to do that. 
Your neighbors will be judging you, however. This says, The United States, Monday, yesterday, became the first country in the world to record one million new COVID cases in 24 hours. Wow. One million in 24 hours. This uh, sharp uptick in U.S. cases is blamed on the Omicron, which is highly transmittable, but it's milder than previous variants, and it's not seen a, uh, a great hospital rate rise, mm-hmm. although there's still a lot of folks that uh, are suffering. Schools in several districts were closed Monday due to the frustration of parents, and the impact was felt on logistics and staffing with the airline industry particularly hit hard. How many schools are sending their kids back on January 3rd? That was yesterday, right? Yeah. Shouldn't they be going back? Our, yeah, our kids go back Thursday. We had to go back to work. That soon? We don't have kids' rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we had kids' rules, man, I'd be gone all the time. Well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> I think that's why it's hard to find a good working public now. That seems pretty quick after the holiday. Really? Yeah. Well, if you were off, okay, let's say, well, I doubt they went through the 24th. I, the kids here were off of the, the 23rd was their last okay. day. So. so I guess it makes sense that they'll stay out a little longer. Right. I, you know, why not the real world? Oh, hey. the poor kids need a break. <laughs> And so do workers. Workers need a break, too. <laughs> and that's what happens. To the working public thinks it's like school. It should be. <laughs> we should get mandatory <laughs> shutdowns. Half day, Matt. Half day today. <laughs> now, this, uh, it doesn't have the, the Powerball number in this information. Mm. But it says there were no winners and the jackpot's now at $575 million for Wednesday's drawing. It says Monday's winning numbers were 2, 13, 32, 33, and 48. doesn't have the Powerball. Because that's also a number that could get okay. you a, a buck or two. You ready? Yeah. Matthew with the research. 2, 13, yeah. 32. Yeah. 33, mm-hmm. 48, yeah. 22. 22 is the Powerball number. The biggest all-time lottery jackpot was $1.5863 billion back in 2016. The last jackpot that was won recently back in October on the 4th with a prize then of nearly 200, or I'm sorry, $700 million. Powerball's played in 45 states. Odds of winning the Powerball jackpot is one in 292 million. Wow. So, great odds. <laughs> I see that Karen bought a ticket. Yeah. I talked yesterday about teaming up with her like you and I did. Sure. But I said, no, no, that was a big commitment, you know, a dollar. So I held off. She still bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. She sent that uh, ticket information to me this morning. And um, it indicates that she is not a winner of any money. In fact, I don't think she had anything. 
Your odds are better it's of getting crazy. absolutely no number at all. It's crazy how often you just don't even get a single number. Yeah. It's nuts. You'd think the odds would be, you know, more, I don't know. So, let me let me look at Karen's ticket again. Because right. okay. I, I, I'm sure I went through it and it didn't look good. All right, here we go. All right. Karen's numbers. Okay. Tell me if these match. Five. No. 17. No. 19. Nope. 38. Uh, no. 40. Nope. Powerball 25. Nope. <laughs> that's the way it works. And that's how it always works right there. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you look at your number, you think, man, these look good. You yeah. know, surely I'll, I'll get at least two or three. <laughs> you don't get any. So we should we should we should make a pool, okay? As to who's going to win it, will it be, you know, someone in their mid forties, okay? That's, you know, blue collar, okay. middle class, like just trying to get by. Will it be that person? Will it be, you know, Aunt Edna who's eighty seven years old? That's what I. <laughs> well, I just got some gas and thought I'd get a Powerball, you know, that sort of thing. Will it be her? Is it a large group of people? Is it a large group of people? That one person forgot to pay. Oh, I'll get you later. And then (laughs) Then there's that controversy. I think it'll be somebody older. Will it be someone that's already making six figures a year? Well, yeah, that's, (laughs) you know, whoever wins, and no matter what their status, you know, if they're 38 and they have a grandchild, (laughs) <laughs> It'll be the the grandmother of, you know. <laughs> yeah. A grandmother from Wisconsin won Powerball. <laughs> it's, it's 6.32. <laughs> I didn't get you a note today because there's only one. Oh. Okay. So. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> so we'll uh, check news next. Let's uh, see what's happening with Karen. This is Tidbits. That has to be the quickest break in the history of tidbits. 30 seconds. We're in, we're out. Wow. So here we are. We're back. Okay. So so now what do we do? (laughs) Oh, the pressure of it all. We got got a lot of time to fill. (laughs) Well, I've got a long, lengthy thing if uh, if need be. Okay. But right now I'm, I'm thinking we should be okay. This from Green Bay, Wisconsin. We're... Washington, where a uh, public high school will no longer allow students to wear winter coats in school buildings. Wow. The Green Bay Area Public School District sent notices announcing the rule will take effect on Wednesday. Student coats are supposed to be kept in lockers during the school day. The district also says that students can't have blankets during the day as well. This all comes about from social media. And the uh, concerns of students and threats to schools. Ah. Backpacks will be permitted, but students are encouraged to carry minimal materials in their packs. Minimal. Wow. The district has not said how long it expects this rule to stay in place. But, um, of course, if you look around, most kids don't wear a coat to school anyway. At least here. Yeah, that's, that's true. They're toughing it out, up, you know. Yeah. And, I, you know, 
But a lot of it has to do with the locker situation. That, is that what it is? Yeah, at least at the high school, at least at Logan. They don't like to utilize their locker? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not even sure my daughter has a locker. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that was standard issue back but in it's, the day. It's, yeah, but it's it's you're not carrying textbooks around anymore because if you got your laptop, then that's all you need. Yeah. I guess. Well, okay, if, if all you have is a laptop and that's all you need, then why must you wear a backpack? To carry your laptop. I think some classes do have books. Carry, like a book. Can't do that. Why? Backpacks were unheard of back in my. I, you just never had them, and I can't believe that that every. You know, I mean, you see it all over. Yeah, you know, even adults are wearing backpacks. I have one. I carry around all the time. It's great. Just got a new one, actually. Does it? Does it have Scooby Doo? Okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. It's my Scooby Doo backpack. I guess it's convenient. But <laughs> With you, my 18 lunchbox inside. But you, you carry, but you carry a, a number of, of materials. You know, you've got your laptop. You've got right. your other stuff in there. But I, I just. Same is true with kids. I mean, they got a, they got stuff they got to carry around. I guess back in the day, it was the attache case. Like a briefcase? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put your suit on because dungarees were not allowed. Okay. My there, there, there was a strict dress code, okay. Uh, and by golly, you came in suit and tie <laughs> to school. Yeah, and you had your attaché. I went to college with a guy that um, on days we had tests, he would wear like three piece suit, and he was like he was like six seven, so he like stood out. You know what I mean? He was this tall, gigantic dude, and he would wear a suit whenever he because, and his that put him yeah. in, a, in a mind of you know I I have to do well today of success. Yeah, not a bad idea. Plus, you look sharp. Look sharp for a test. You should test well. <laughs> you sure, sure sweat a lot during those tests, though. <laughs> I you know I I I like the days of. Uh, I think Bill Belichick was the worst. Is you know he looks like a slob on the sideline. Okay, back in the day, you, your coaches were wearing suit and tie. Yes, in every event. And now it's like you know it's just go back, be stylish. You know, let's look. Well, good a lot down of times there. those coaches have to wear the team's brand. Tom Landry, I think, was the last coach. No, there was. Um... That one dude, the coach for uh, Jacksonville, Jack Del Rio. Oh, Del Rio. Yeah, he he he, he started wearing a suit. Okay, towards the end of his demise, but he, he would he would wear a suit. Okay. Now you know you need to wear your suit and freeze. Okay. Yes. If it's cold, I don't know. You just look better. You look like you know, look like a coach. You know, and you see the old Hank Hank Stram, you know, when he was coaching the Chiefs. Come on, Mac, let's go, buddy. You know, that's all the coaches did. You know, they didn't really. Yeah, that's it, buddy. Hit him. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Pretty sure the game's evolved a lot since then. I mean, 
<laughs> you know, but you know, just maybe I'm wrong. But, <laughs> but that's you know, basically every time you see that they're on the sideline, that's what they're up to. <clears throat> now listen to this. Okay. I want you to imagine this in Wilmington, Massachusetts. Students are now not permitted to play or blow into their instruments. School officials are making students fake play their woodwind instruments because it will lead to keeping our students safer. Now, how is that? So do they just play like a recording and everybody just like... (laughs) How silly are you becoming? Wow. It's been happening in Hopping... In Hopping... Hopkington. Hopkinton. Massachusetts since before the holiday. And it's got a little notes and stuff that they Hello, send. band families. Just a reminder that the students have band rehearsal tomorrow, 1221. Okay. Out of an abundance of caution, pardon the cliche, we will be air playing our wind instruments. Regular masks will be worn the entire time. They should still plan to bring their instruments, books, and folders to school. Thank you, Caleb McDonald, fifth grade band director. Wow. Now, how can you really learn to play? Wow. If you're just doing that. Okay, here we go. Okay. Students who play woodwind or brass instruments, flute, clarinet, alto, saxophone, trumpet, trombone, will not be permitted to play or blow into their instruments at lessons in school. During lessons, students will assemble their instruments without the mouthpiece and move their fingers through the exercises and songs, as well as participate in music and rhythm reading lessons while being fully masked. For the entire lesson, <laughs> students are expected to practice their instruments at home and continue to attend band lessons during this time. Percussion, drums, uh, will continue to have their lessons as usual since those instruments do not involve blowing aerosols into the classroom. We're making this decision after considering the reportedly high transmission rate of the Omicron variants. And the lower rate of vaccination levels among our fourth and fifth grade students as compared to older students who have had a longer amount of time to receive their vaccination. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, actually, I'm reading stories that it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. They're still getting it. You can be, you know, I think people think that I'm vaccinated. I'm immune. That's not the case. That's never been the case. And it's not. It just lessens the severity. Yeah. Of the symptoms. Yeah, I'm reading all kinds of stars and stuff. They had both their facts. They were, you know, well, it doesn't say you're never going to get it. Right. But how, how, how silly is that? That's pretty silly. I mean, yeah, I, I could probably, you know. Fake along, you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'd probably do that anyway if I were in band. Right. I mean, <laughs> Nothing coming out, just like singing in a chorus. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just mouth it. Yeah. <sighs> I guess it helps with your formation of where you should play the notes, but you can't hear them. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the way schools are now. Wow. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, this. Uh, Comes to us uh, shortly after the uh, New Year's holiday. No evidence that hangover cures work. 
whether it be consuming tomato juice, hmm. uh, greasy eggs, and ketchup or whatever your recipe is. Yes. A review of 21 placebo-controlled randomized clinical trials examined various hangover cures. While uh, no clear winner emerged, there were a few that uh, were contenders. <laughs> Does it have the supplies there that they use for the contenders? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I don't understand any of this. The studies found a statistically <laughs> significant drop in the overall hangover symptom score for these remedies. When compared with placebos for clove extract, it was 42.5% okay. versus 19. Yeah, see, it's clove extract. Yeah. Pear juice is mentioned in there. Probiotics. <laughs> Pear juice. Okay, only three worthy of a follow-up <laughs> study. Clove extract. Okay. Tolfenamic acid. <laughs> and NSAID painkiller sold in the UK. And pyro, pyro, pyrotinol. An analog of vitamin B6. See, we don't know any of those. No. <laughs> so... You know, if you think it makes you feel better, do it. The uh, says all studied tolerability outcomes were low or very low quality. So doesn't matter what you do. Why would greasy eggs <laughs> be a cure? I've never heard that. Yeah, like where you 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 get up and you go and you eat like yeah. like you eat like a greasy breakfast, like you know eggs, potatoes. <laughs> Most people. Biscuits and gravy. If you feel that bad, you don't want to eat anything, do you? I don't. <laughs> Greasy. Oh, but, just, but, but, let me drink a cup of grease, okay? I'll, but I'll the thought better. was the high fat content and high levels of starch and carbs and all that would offset. Give me, give me two shots of bacon grease. I'll yep. be okay. Yum, yummy, yum. <laughs> Bacon grease and tomato juice. Oh, I feel great. Mm. <laughs> All right, one more story before we uh, wrap it up today. Let's uh, see what I come up with. This uh, comes to us from a Florida woman who ordered a COVID-19 test from Instacart, received a colon disease test instead. Oops. She took to TikTok to share the video explaining that she ordered the at-home COVID test. They offer a substitution option meaning that if any item's unavailable, an employee will replace it with a close match. Okay. <laughs> so, so COVID, colon, same, same deal, right? <laughs> Rub that swab where it goes. Mm. She sarcastically captioned your TikTok with, thank you, Instacart, for your delivery and swap for a similar item. She uh, updated the video explaining that she did receive a full refund for the uh, botched substitution. There you go. How would you substitute something like that? I don't know. I don't know. And and do you necessarily want to substitute if you're ordering products like that? Well, uh, the I guess there was a person that works for Instacart as well, and they responded as, as someone who does in-store shopping for Instacart, we are literally push to find replacements is that right so this person was like i gotta find something <clears throat> <laughs> and again colon covid okay here 
<laughs> they're probably thinking the worst thing worse. They return it. Yeah. They get their money back. Whatever. <laughs> okay. You know. But uh, so much for the test. Yeah. Did you see the story yesterday about the lady that was on the flight and quarantined herself in the bathroom? Did you see this? I, I, I looked at it. I okay. didn't really read so, it. So she took like, there was, she was going to Iceland. And she took like five tests before they left. Okay. All came back negative. All right. She's on the flight and she starts getting a sore throat. <laughs> so I guess she had a test on her person and she takes another test, which is positive. And then she's like, she tells one of the flight attendants and then she goes, can I just go be in the bathroom for the rest of the flight? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So she went. <laughs> quarantined herself in the bathroom because it was a full flight. They couldn't rearrange stuff. And that's where she sat the rest of the flight for four hours. And when she got off, they put her in a, like a Red Cross hotel thing where she could quarantine for her 10 days or whatever. No kidding. Yeah. What if you got to use the bathroom? Well, there's, I think they have two. Oh, well still, is that normal? I don't know, man. I, the, I, I guess it keeps you from. I don't know. The part that, that I people. thought was funny was that she had that she had multiple tests on her. Like she just keeps them with her. How many? How often? I mean, like you said, I mean, she's evidently testing every so many hours. I guess so. Sore throat. You've got it. Yeah. And some of these, let's face it, there are still some false positives and and false negatives. Oh, for sure. Through these tests, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, some tidbits. We made it, Matt. Another hey, we successful did day. How about that? Of tidbits. Second day, second program of 2022. That's right. So we'll uh, do it tomorrow. Okay. Have a good one, pal. All right, see you, buddy. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.